Well, howdy, folks. Welcome to Michael Perry's voicemail, episode number 105. Out the window of my little room above the garage here, I can see an empty chicken coop. More on that later. For now, let us revisit a glorious morning from just a few years back and a hungover cat. The sun rose and set the dewdrops of fire. The cat hacked up a hairball, and the day began. I have this little daybreak routine. Rise, let the cats out of the doghouse. Yes, I know. Let the chickens out of the coop, then walk back to the house and empty the twin dehumidifiers subbing for a sump pump in the basement. On this particular morning, I had completed two or three and was strolling beneath the apple tree when the fuzziest of our three cats, the one who had not been present for curfew the previous evening, hunched up on the sidewalk and commenced to retching. I've never been hung over in my life, and I'm not saying that cat was, but this was my first thought, and I went with it, imagining him down at the kitty tavern till all hours, knocking back miniature beers and teensy chasers, maybe purring at some lady kitty and nudging the catnip chews her way until he remembered he'd been fixed, at which point he retreated with his beer to the jukebox, where he slumped into more serious drinking, his pupils sad and wide in the barroom gloom his tail limp. You can see why sometimes it takes me a while to empty the dehumidifiers. I myself had been out late, but only because I was riding in a tow truck near midnight, the neighbor's pickup truck having conked out on me during a trip to town for theater rehearsal and an artistic meeting happening at an artistic hour. I was driving the neighbor's truck because my truck had also conked out and was already in the shop. Ultimately, this played into synchronicity when I directed the tow truck driver to haul my neighbor's pickup to the same shop where my repaired pickup truck awaited, and thus I was able to drive myself home in my own vehicle after paying my bill at midnight. Sometimes karma arrives on a flatbed. As far as the neighbor, he's gone on vacation until next Monday, which buys me some time to frame the escapade and explain how I got his keys. All this to say, I suppose neither the cat nor I were at the top of our game right out of Dawn's gate, but at least I wasn't ralphing on the sidewalk. I was, however, sleep-deprived enough that I found myself not only studying the cat as his body lurched in the cumulative rhythm inherent to the process, but rooting for the cat, as in, yes, you can do it, that's it, almost there, as if I was some hairball doula, midwifing the moment. When the cat finally produced a glistening, grass-threaded wad of efflux that formed its own sort of dewdrop, I felt as if we had really accomplished something together. Having unburdened himself, the cat regarded the wet lump between his paws, then padded nonchalantly off to sun himself on the porch. I emptied the dehumidifiers, then made my way to my room over the garage, where I powered up my computer and some music. First song out of the speakers was J.J. Kale singing They Call Me the Breeze, just the way he wrote it, at an easy shuffle. The perfect speed, it seemed, at which that cat and I might approach this new day. I noticed I snuck the word efflux in there. Had to look it up. Maybe even used a thesaurus. People say, well, I don't know how you come up with those fancy words. I had to look them up, and I just always say, well... That's how I find them myself. It is a beautiful 
lovely, odd little word. And it's also fun to use words like that, sometimes just because they're the right word. But in this case, to over-rev the prose. And it's fun to use fancy words when basically you're just describing a cat puking. A um, couple of notes of resonance in that piece, even though it's a few years old. I did start the day today by emptying our dehumidifiers in our dungeon-like basement. I also just this week had to call the flatbed wrecker downtown to get one of our cars that died and needed a new starter. And uh, also I should mention that that empty chicken coop, I don't have chicken drawers anymore. For the first time in 15 years, we don't have chickens. It had to do with we have some commitments this summer that that we're going to make it difficult to do our chores. We have great neighbors who come and pitch in and do our chicken chores. And the chicken chores aren't a big hassle. It, it's just that you got to take care of them at least twice a day. And if you're not there, you got to arrange to have someone. And so for the first time in 15 years, there's no chickens here. I miss them. I don't miss the chores. I miss the chickens. And of course, we miss the eggs. But thankfully, we have some neighbors who got some of our chickens and they let us have some eggs. Well, I think I'm going to wrap this up. I, I was going to say the reason I chose this piece, <clears throat> excuse me, is someone brought it up at a live event recently and said they enjoyed how I anthropomorphized that cat. And uh, I do enjoy doing that once in a while. It is, I made fun of myself in the piece, but it is fun to watch your cat puking and then all of a sudden create this scenario where he was out drinking and sad by the jukebox. And, and you wonder when you're writing bits like that, are folks going to go with me or is it going to just seem silly? And in this case, this person apparently went with me. All right. Well, I think it's time to make like J.J. Kale and call myself the breeze. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to these. And as always, I will not say goodbye. I'll just say what they always said where I'm from, which is, well, I suppose, forward.